Blog Talk Radio. It's time now for the Conqueror's Cafe Show. Your hour of empowerment and inspiration with your host, Twyla Reed, author of Broken Wings. Here we encourage you to spread your broken wings and keep soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedies into empowering moments. Thank you for joining us today. We are here every Sunday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a very special guest today that's here to share their testimony of hope and healing with us all. So don't move because you are definitely in for a treat today here on the Conqueror's Cafe. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hello, 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 and welcome to another segment of the Conqueror's Cafe. I am your host, Twyla Reed, also known as your Tragedy to Strategy Mentor. You guys know the drill, so here we go. I am the author of Broken Wings, which is a true story of a mother's unwavering love for her son in the aftermath of a horrific car accident, which left him with a severe traumatic brain injury. That mother and son, and my, my friends, is my son and I. And this book is our journey through his recovery. It is our testimony of hoping healing of how we use prayer and how we use perseverance to overcome the hardships we endured during that time. I'm also the founder and CEO of Broken Wings Incorporated, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. We educate and empower brain injury survivors, caregivers, and their family members by teaching them how to have the life they desire after dealing with the devastation of a brain injury by providing real-time working strategies to ideal well-being. A few other books I would want to uh, introduce to you all. It's a book that I've written entitled Affirmations for the Mind, Body, and Soul. It's a guide for survivors of a traumatic event. And this book um, is co-authored by my beautiful daughter, Nashari Davenport. You know, and when we got together and God gave me the vision for this book to me, and, and oftentimes after surviving a tragedy, most times, many times, often, life can become so chaotic and hectic and we just want to give up, Right. We don't want to live. We don't want to deal with anybody. We don't want to talk to anybody. We just want to go into under a shell, go into hibernation, into isolation. The challenges can become so overwhelming, it can just push us into a very dark place. But, my friend, this is the time that you cannot give up, and it's the time that you cannot give in. It's the time to understand the power of your words. Because it is through your words where you will find the strength and the will to turn your situation around. I'd like to also introduce to you all my journey goal-setting journal. How many of you know that your goals should be centered around God's vision and plans for your life? We are preparing to enter into 2019. If your day-to-day activities are not leading you towards you achieving your goals, then the things in your life that you expect to change or be different, they will not change or be different. And there's a simple, simple strategy, a simple secret to effective goal setting. And it's simply to just start, 
Make a commitment to start. And don't look back and don't stop. And last, I want to talk to you guys about a book I just published, uh, What Do You Do When Caregivers Need Caregiving? And I want to publicly thank everyone, and I'm proud to announce that our book hit the Amazon number one bestseller list. Yes, it did. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for you all uh, for making that happen. We could not have done it without you. So I want to thank you guys. Remember, November is not over, and November is uh, National Family Caregivers Month. So if you know a caregiver, if you are a caregiver, um, I want to invite you and encourage you to please head on over to our website and pick up your copy of When Caregivers Need Caregiving. You know, a lot of times um, the challenges that come along with caregiving can become very overwhelming. And you want to uh, uh, you give you want to give up because things are hard. Your loved ones, uh, you may feel like you're not getting anywhere. You may feel like your efforts are are in vain and that your labor is in vain. So for those that are struggling with the challenges of being a caregiver, to anyone with chronic or lifelong illnesses, you will walk away with the peace of mind and the reassurance needed to continue on your caregiving journey. Um, I want to uh, let you guys know that we are going to be having a awesome 2018 Black Friday blowout sale. That's right. All of our books are going to be only $10 each, and it's going to be free shipping in the U.S. only. Uh, we will be providing you all with a Vision Runner Toolkit that's right. Remember I said we are prepared to go into 2019, and I want you all to be prepared. And how do you be prepared? We set goals. As Christians, we do not make New Year's resolution. We set goals. And my journey goal-setting journal is going to be a tool that is going to help catapult you into your destiny, into your purpose for what God has for you in 2019. So I want you guys to stay locked in to the Facebook page, our Instagram page. We will be um, posting these specials. The special is going to run uh, November the 23rd to that Monday the 28th, I believe. So that's going to cover um, uh, Black Friday. It's going to it's going to cover Small Business Saturday as well as Cyber Monday. So I want to invite you guys um, to please stay tuned in. We have an awesome, awesome array of things that are going to be going on, lots of great specials. We have an author's media kit. If you are an author and you need your media kit, we have a blowout special for only $49. That's right. You will get a state-of-the-art author's media kit for only $49. So, again, want to uh, remind you guys to – Stay locked in and tuned in to that as well. And um, as always, all of my books can be found on my website at www.twilobe.com. You can purchase my books on Amazon as well as Barnes & Noble. But, again, I want you guys to stay locked in. And remember, if you or someone um, that you know has um, have experienced a tragic event of any kind, I invite you to contact me. Let's create the life that you desire in spite of the challenges that you may be facing so that you can become the strategist of your own destiny. 
That's right. So contact me at info at twilowread.com or you can call me at 912-335-3799. So happy Sunday, everyone. I tell you, it's been a really uh, dreary, rainy day here in Savannah, Georgia, but this is the day that the Lord has made and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Um, uh, I know my uncle is here on the line and he's listening, so I want to give a quick shout out to my uncle John Barry in New Jersey. I, I love when he says, I'm blessed by the best. And so that's how I feel today. God has been doing some awesome things um, with our ministry here with Broken Wings. And I tell you, the, the divine connections and the doors that are opening up, it's just so much. The momentum has truly picked up. And sometimes I'm like, Lord, uh, it's hard to keep up with you. But uh, I want to um, thank you guys for keeping us in prayer and keeping us lifted up as we continue with this journey and continue to carry out the vision, making the impossible possible as we strive to educate, empower, and enlighten others along our journey. Um, again, I just want to welcome you to the show. Here we highlight survivors of traumatic events who made it out victorious, and now they are here to share their testimony of hope and healing with the world to offer encouragement and inspiration to others as they travel their personal journey. For today's episode or any of our episodes, please visit our website at www.conquerorscafe.com. We also invite you to like, follow, and share our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash conquerorscafe. Interested parties, again, uh, for a 20-minute, uh, a free 20-minute consultation, please contact me, 912-335-3799, or you can simply email me at info at com. I want you guys to bear with me a little bit today. Uh, the enemy is truly trying to attack my voice today. But uh, how many of us know that the enemy gets no victory here? Hey, that's right. He gets none. And so we are going to press forward. Uh, it is time for our scripture reading uh, for this evening. And I am going to be reading uh, from uh, one of the the inserts um, from our daily bread. And, and we're going to be coming from Luke, the book of Luke, the ninth chapter, verse number 23. So that's Luke 9 and 23. And it reads, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. I'm going to read that again. Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. So um, 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 we live here in Savannah, Georgia, and there's military installations around where we live, and uh, there's an Air Force base not far from where we live, and there's an airport as well. And oftentimes, if you're outside, if we walk outside, you can look up in the sky over our house, and uh, you can see fighter jets that are streaming through the sky, and they're flying in formation so close together that they appear to be one. And I, I remember... Uh, one day we were outside, my son and I, and, we were, and I was looking up and I was showing him and I was thinking to myself, wow, this is very impressive, and, you know, how they are able to 
uh, be in unison like that. And like I said, here in Savannah, Georgia, it's not unusual to see sights like this. But every time these jets will fly, I have the same question. How can they fly so close together and not lose control? How can they do that? And the Holy Spirit spoke and said there's one obvious reason, and that is humility, trusting that the lead pilot is traveling at precisely the correct speed and trajectory that the wing pilots surrender any desire to switch direction or question the leader's path. Instead, they get in formation and they closely follow. The result of this is a more powerful team. It's no different from followers of Jesus. He says, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross daily and follow me. So today I'm talking just a little bit here about following the leader. The leader. Who's the leader? Jesus is the leader. His path was one of self-denial and suffering, which can be hard to follow. But to be his effective disciples, we are invited to put aside selfish desires, that's right, the things that we want, in spite of the things that God has given us, the instructions that he's given us, we, we, are, we, are, we are invited to put those things aside. We're invited to do that and to pick up the spiritual burdens daily, serving others first instead of ourselves. Yes, that's following him. That's following the leader. It's quite a sight, this humbling, close walk with God, following his lead and staying so close, we can appear with Christ as one. Then others won't be able to see us. They will see him instead. And when that happens, there's only one word for this, and it is wow. So, God, we ask you to draw us close to you, O Father. Fill us with the spirit of love and joy and peace. Enable us to be a shining light in our world. Help us to understand the term of discipleship, O God. And remember, we are justified by faith alone in the work of Christ. Nevertheless, true saving faith is always seen in our denying, our taking up, and our following Christ daily. So we must make sure we are following the leader. Our lives are a window through which others can see Jesus. Amen, amen, amen. I want to give a quick shout-out to our sponsors right now. Broken Wings Incorporated, a 501c3 nonprofit organization designed to provide awareness about traumatic brain injury to communities while providing support resources, tips, and brain injury prevention insight. If you are a survivor of a traumatic brain injury or a caregiver, we invite you to please visit our website for more information on www.brokenwingsinc.org, or you may call 912-335-3799. Sister Sin, for personalized candles and gift baskets for any occasions, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205 205- Five one four zero eight six six. Shipping is available. We invite you to visit their website at sistersense2.wixsite.com forward slash sistersense. Again, please contact Nishari Davenport at 205 
for your custom-made, personalized gift baskets and candles. If you live in the Birmingham, Alabama area and are looking for an organization where your child can be a part of a team where together everyone truly achieves more, a place where dance is a part of who they are as they encompass unity like never before, then the Birmingham Slayers is who they need to contact with. Please contact Ms. V at 479-899-2618 for more details. If you have a business or an event that you would like to have advertised here on the Conqueror's Cafe, please contact me, your host, Twyla Reed, at info at twylareed.com for more details. Again, thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful, kind of cold, in some areas, <laughs> Sunday evening. You all could have been anywhere else doing other things, but you've taken out the time to be right here with us on tonight. And guess what, guys? We have an amazing show lined up for you this evening. I want to ask a question. How many of you agree that breakfast is the most important meal of the day? That breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Do you agree that this meal provides us with the daily essential vitamins needed to be productive and alert. Well, I guess today is here to share something else that's just as important for us, that's vital for us to be productive and alert as well. She'll share how she sought to seek God daily during her private time of prayer and meditation. She'll share how she downloaded rainbow words of inspiration for her to give to us and others along their journey. So I want you guys to relax, grab your cup of tea or your cup of coffee as we prepare to be blessed by this anointed vessel, a true survivor and a true conqueror. But first, we're going to take a quick break, but don't you go too far because we will be right back. Hello, this is Cherie Barnes of SheriBarnesAuthor.com, and you are listening to The Conqueror's Cafe Radio Show. Come on, everybody, put your hands together. It's got to get better. All over the world, listen to these words. People come. People go. Your life has been out of control. You're confused. But don't worry, don't worry your soul, it will get better. It's gotta get better, it will get better. It's gonna be better, it will get better. Cause God, God is in control, y'all. Hey. Thank you, Lord. Hey.
hope being, hey, it's going to get better. Welcome back to the Conference Cafe. I am your host, Philo Reed. Again, we have an amazing show lined up for you on tonight. Ms. Tanya B. Ratliff is a prophet, author, entrepreneur, retired educator, purpose coach, spiritual mentor, and life strategist. She is a native of Bulalusa, Louisiana. She resides in Hammond, Louisiana with her husband, Alan, and son, Nicholas. She has been given a mandate by God to reach hurting women through prayer, ministering the word of God, writing daily inspirations, and mentoring. Her greatest fulfillment in life comes through helping young women tap into their God-given destiny and purpose. Anointed by God for such a time as this, Tanya is the founder of WAM, Women Advancing in Ministry, which meets bi-weekly in her hometown to train and equip women leaders in ministry. So without further ado, I want to welcome you all, Ms. Tanya, to the show on today. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glory to God, I'm to be here. Yes, thank you so much. We are just as elated to have you here with us on this evening. How are you doing today? I am doing awesome, doing great. Amen, amen. Well, again, thank you so much for being a guest with us here on the Congress Cafe. We are excited and just honored to have you, and we're very excited to um, to have you come here and share uh, share your heart with God's people on this evening as we talk about uh, your book, Coffee with My King. Now, before we get started, uh, I know I've read your bio, but I want you to do a quick hello and just uh, introduce yourself to the people in your own way. Well, hello, everyone. I want to uh, thank uh, Arthur Reed for allowing me this opportunity to come and uh, share with you guys. I am just elated to uh, just be able to just give back what God has given me. But I am Tanya uh, Ratliff, um, just a woman of God who loves God with everything that's on the inside of me. I am just overwhelmed and overjoyed at the amazing things that God is doing in my life. I take uh, no credit, but uh, one thing I will say is that through all that I have encountered in my life, the pain, the problems, the persecution, my past, one thing that I can always be sure and I can always count on is that God is a God that has never failed me, that uh, has never left me. So uh, wherever I go and in whatever I do, I I acknowledge him and I give him all the glory because of him I am. And uh, not to uh, brag or boast on myself because I boast in the Lord, but everything that I am and ever hope to be, uh, I owe it all to him. So I give him all the glory, the honor, and the praise. Amen. Amen. I like that. Through the past pain and persecution, God has been there every step of the way. And I tell you, if we just allow him to do that, if we step back and allow him to take control, things will get better and he will continue to order our steps as he leads us. Amen. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Amen. Okay, so Officer Tanya, we're going to get uh, um, go ahead and start with the interview. I want to 
a little bit uh, about your book, Coffee with My King. I know uh, I like how you say that breakfast is uh, the important meal of the day, most important meal of the day. You know, as a kid growing up, we always hear, don't skip breakfast. Don't, you know, you got to eat breakfast because it's the most important meal of the day. Well, when, when, when you, what you're going to share about today, that there's something else that's just as important for us to survive and for us to thrive. It, it, it's, necess- it's necessary for us to, to make it on our daily journey. And so when did you first start writing and what inspired you to do so? Uh, others might say when uh, it comes to writing that writing has always been at the forefront or at the center of their life, but I can remember as a little girl uh, growing up, my mom was a school teacher, my grandmother was uh, a school teacher, my dad was a school teacher. Uh, I come from a line of educators, and uh, I hated writing. Writing was my pet <laughs> peeve. I, I love spelling, but I hated to write, and uh, I never forget when um, I was in college my freshman year and I had to take uh, freshman English. I'll never forget my professor. Uh, My first paper that, that I wrote, he gave me an F on my paper. I literally could not believe it. And uh, when when I went back to my dorm and, and I looked at the notes on my paper, he told me, he said, you did not receive an F because of the content or grammatical errors. He said, you received an F because you wrote on the back of the paper. Oh wow. And it was it was at that it was at that moment that I began to realize that that writing was a gift that that God placed on the inside of me and it had been lying mm-hmm. dormant and it had been lying untapped and it was literally at that moment as I sat in that freshman English class that, that writing began to uh just evolve and it became a more intricate part of my life. Amen. So I think that happens a lot of times, you know, uh, when we start off as children in school and, 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 you know, and a lot of the authors that I've interviewed, you know, yeah, they always say, well, you know, writing is something that I've always enjoyed doing. I've always I had a diary or, you know, I started out, uh, you know, doing this or doing that. So very seldom do uh, the guests come on, authors come on and say, you know, this is something that I just really did not enjoy doing. And and so now because of this, was this the starting point of your passion, that experience that you went through? I think what really began to lead me to write was in 2012, when my husband and I, we moved away from our hometown in uh, 2010, and we moved to where we currently live now. And then 2012, the Holy Spirit told me that he wanted me to go back to our hometown and begin to pour into uh, the women that were still there, women that were, were just like me, like I used to be. They were void of purpose. They were dealing with issues in their relationships. They were going through traumas uh, in their marriage with their children, and, and God I said, I want you to begin to go back, and I want you to begin to pull them out. I want you to go back, and I want you to bring deliverance and healing through prayer. And and so for four months, 
um, I would go once a month. I had a team. We would go in, and uh, these were very religious and traditional churches. And uh, in the hometown where uh, I was born, they don't believe in women preachers. But the pastors wow. allowed me to come in, and uh, we would we would pray and we would lay hands. And literally, the first uh, the first night that we had um, an encounter, we met with the women. One of the women who was there, who's now a pastor's wife, she said, I told God tonight when I come here that I need to know that he's real. And it was from those four encounters that that God literally began to speak to me. And uh, a prayer line was birthed out of um, these four months where we prayed with the women each night. And then God said, but still, that's not enough. And I said, okay, God, what's Mm. next? He said, these women need to be encouraged. He said, some of them just have a hard time getting up and putting their feet on the floor in the morning going forward. And I need you to to begin to uh, encourage them and empower them to move and to get up and to try again and to live again. And it was at that moment that uh, I would begin to wake up at uh, 6 o'clock in the morning before I would go to work, and I would write uh, devotionals, and I would send them out. I would take them out to the women. And from there, it uh, went to where uh, people would read them on Facebook when the Holy Spirit would lead me to post. And then people wanted me to email. They wanted to uh, get on the list. So that's really where my writing uh, took off and it really began. Hey, man, what I'm hearing you saying is just your obedience, your willing spirit to just tell God, yes, you know, that's all it takes. And it's amazing how many doors can open, how many doors will open, how many divine connections will come through a yes. When God just, yes. just wants you to do something, when he's tugging on your heart to do it, all he wants is the yes. And he's going to make the provision. He's going to, you know, provide the, everything that we need to complete the vision that he's given us. Now, in regards to your book, what is the genre of your book and the message behind that you are trying to portray to the readers? Actually, Coffee with My King is a spinoff from my first book I ever published entitled Blessings for Breakfast. After I uh, finished writing for an entire year from September to September, the Holy Spirit said, okay, now put all of these devotionals in a book, and I said, wow, God, really? I thought this was just for <laughs> the women, and and he said, no, he said, I've given you a message. He, he said, I've given you something that, uh, that will minister, and this is what he told me, to the total man, mind, body, and soul. It, it's a yeah. three-dimensional uh project. And so I'll never forget uh, earlier this year, I I was working on a devotional that will be the next devotional, uh, the volume two, The Coffee with My King. I was working on that book and it's entitled 31 Days into the Presence of the King. And, And as I was sitting there, the Holy Spirit began to lead me and prompt me to go back and pull out some of the devotionals from Blessings for Breakfast and begin to add some more uh, devotionals. He said, because what I need you to understand is that Coffee with My King is a household name. 
teach that people people will sit in 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 Starbucks. They'll sit in, in PJs. They'll sit around a, a table on their job. They'll sit around in sister circles, and they'll begin to have dialogue and healing and deliverance and breakthrough will take place through the words that have been engrafted on these pages. So I would definitely say that uh, the genre of of coffee with my king would be inspirational. It, it's it's inspirational. It's it's empowering. It, it's motivation. I can honestly say that uh, it truly covers uh, a wide range of, of, of genres because I don't. I didn't want coffee with my king uh, to be a book where only believers pick it up. I wanted yes. it to be yes. a book where a non-believer, where a atheist, where a Buddhist, where where they would pick it up. Because if you think about it now, coffee has become a phenomenon. Everybody wants to drink coffee. We drink coffee all day long. As a matter of fact, I'm probably going to go to Starbucks when we get off and get me a coffee. <laughs> Why? Because coffee has coffee has become the language of 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 the world. Yes. You know, you you find people drinking coffee all throughout the day, and, and so. I begin to ask God. I say, God, I need a God idea. I want you to give me a God idea. And, wow, and he literally yeah. began to tell me that coffee with my king is going to be your God idea. It's going to be your bestseller. And he began to tell me how to package it. He said, each volume, I want you to write five additional uh, devotionals that will be featured in the next volume to pique their curiosity. And so in Coffee with My King, and I'm probably getting ahead, in the back of uh, the book, you will find the next five devotionals that will be in volume two, uh, which will be released sometime in 2019, but there'll be Coffee with My King for teachers, Coffee with My King uh, for married couples, because I truly believe that... that that God has given us the answer to to life's problems, and it's in the Word. But but so many times we don't pick up the Word and, and we don't read the Word. And what God began to say to me is, He said, "I'm going to allow you to hear my voice, and I'm going to allow you to write words of wisdom, words of knowledge, prophetic words that as people literally yes. begin to read, that it will open up their spirit and it will cause something to come alive on the inside of them yes. that has the power to transform." Form and transfigure their lives for the better. Hey, Amen. I love that. Yes, uh, and and I like how God has already given you the vision for, like you said, coffee with my King for teachers, for married couples, for singles, for for young adults. You know, can you see? Can you actually already see how far? God is uh, is calling you to carry this vision and to run forward with it. And so, um, you know, being the total man, mind, body, and soul, when you talk about coffee with my king, and I, I want to go back and you, you, you compare that to being breakfast as being the most important meal of the day. Let's talk about this other thing that you say is just as important for us. It's just as important uh, uh, for us to have this. Just as important as it is for the breakfast, you know, the nutrients, the vitamins that we that we gain from having breakfast to be more productive, to be more alert throughout the day. Let's talk about this thing, Uncle Tanya. What is that? Uh, most people that that know me before I'm a prophet 
before I'm an author, before I'm a pastor, before I'm any of those things, I'm an intercessor. My 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 ministry was birthed out of intercession. I, I found out who I was in people that know me or if they hear me speak, they will often hear me echo the word. Anything we choose to do without prayer, we choose to do without God. And mm-hmm. the reason why that statement is so profound and, and literally I live my life by the principle of prayer is because I grew up in a traditional church and uh, and I knew about prayer. My grandfather and my grandfather grandmother, they were over the citywide prayer band. So my mom was a prayer warrior. I can remember my mom praying. I can hear her praying at night. And so I knew that prayer was important. But but once I went away to college and uh, I, I began to um, walk into my career, prayer became more of a duty for me than a desire. I can remember growing up in the church that the, the, the mothers and the, the deacons of the church would tell me I prayed uh, as if I had walked this earth before because that, that was the power that, that was on me through the Holy Ghost when I prayed. But Amen. I moved away yes. from that because my life had become so consumed. But it, it was during a time during my first marriage where where I was going through abuse. I was going through mental abuse, and my, my child was being physically abused. It was at that time that I had to lean on prayer. And I can remember times waking up in the middle of the night, walking the floor, praying, saying, Lord, if you don't move, Lord, if you don't show up, Lord, if you don't change this man. I can remember literally standing at the kitchen sink and, and him him, him uh, calling me names and, 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 and demeaning me. And I'll never forget the Holy Spirit told me, I just need you to shut your mouth and pray. And it was at that instant mm. that, that I began to prayer. Prayer must become a priority. And and just like we get up in the morning and and we brush our teeth, we comb our hair, and we put on our clothes, we get dressed in the natural, but we don't get dressed in the spirit. See, it's in prayer that you get the divine download (laughs) that you need for the day. Come on, it's in prayer that God shows you what lies ahead. So when the enemy comes in, you're able to combat the, the, the wiles of the enemy because you're not ignorant of his devices. But so many times, we get in a hurry, mm. we get consumed, we get consumed by getting up in the morning, getting on Facebook. Oh, but my husband and I, we, we, we have this little thing in the morning. I can't get in his face and he can't get in my face until we first get in the face of the master. And, and yes, so just as, as breakfast is the most important meal of the day because it's, oh, God, I thank you. It sets the tone and the tenor for it gives you energy. It gives you stamina. It, it gives you strength. It, it allows you to be able to, to go on. That's the same thing that prayer does. Prayer fortifies you for whatever you face. But so many times in, in, in a hurry, we get up and, and we don't prepare our temples. We, we don't prepare our spirit. We prepare in the natural, but we don't do anything in the spirit. And, and so that's what God began to tell me. You got to get back to the altar of prayer. You got to build an altar every day where you meet him. Yes. And when you meet mm-hmm. him, he's going to give you everything that you need to be successful for that day. Amen. She said prayer must be a priority. And, and I how you say it fortifies for what you're going to face. And that is so true. So just like we need the physical body to be fed. Our spiritual man must be fed as well. 
And so yeah. if we yeah. can't, and we can't, just like you don't want to rush your breakfast and you take time to sit down and eat, we have to do that for our spirit man as well. We have to take time to nourish that. I like what you said because it prepares you for divine downloads for the day, for your instructions for the day, for the order of the day. Everything that God has planned for you for the day, if we just take the time to pray and seek God first, then, I mean, how much better, how much more better can the day be? Um, um, you have uh, in, in your book, I, I like what you wrote, you talked about AAA. You <laughs> talked about AAA. <laughs> and we all know what AAA is, right? AAA uh, is where you say we have a membership. And, and because you have that membership with AAA, if you're stranded, that that allows you access to certain uh, of the of the program, certain uh, you know certain things that come along with 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 AAA, certain certain privileges that come along with that. I want you to share with our listeners a little bit about the, the vision that that God gave you for AAA. Oh, um. My husband will will tell you that the only thing that I know how to do car is put <laughs> gas in the car. Amen. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> and um and the the vision really really for for triple A was I was going through a period in my life where I was looking to people for affirmation. I was looking, mm. uh, I had to have a certain wow. amount of money in the bank. I, I, I had to be in a certain social status. I had to carry the right bag. I had to have on the right kind of shoes. So it was all about the outer exterior. And 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 I never forget, I read a book by uh, Joyce Myers entitled Approval Addiction. And and mm. I was always so wow. consumed with what people would think, what they would say if I do this, if if I do that. And and I'll never forget. I went through a time in my life where we literally lost everything because of poor stewardship, because of poor management. We we our home was foreclosed on. Our how uh, our car was repossessed. Uh, I lost a good job because I had to move. Uh, to where we are now, and, and I'll never forget during that time we were waiting for um to find out if our home to be bought at auction, and I'll never forget that day. I, I remember it, and uh, it was really at that time that um that period of waiting that that God literally began to tell me, "I got you." No, no, no matter yes. what, no matter what, what you know, my my dad knew I was losing my home. He had the power to save me, to help me, but but God allowed him to turn his back and walk away because God says, I need you to know that I am your source, I am your help, I am your strength, I'm your El Shaddai, I'm your Jehovah Jireh, yes, I'm your Jehovah Shalom, everything that you need, yes. I am. And so, and so when, when, when I wrote that, I thought about, about triple A. If you're, God, I thank you. If you're ever stranded, if you're ever in a dark place, if you're ever in a tight place and see, I I can't change a flat. I don't, I don't know how to hook a table to another car. 
if the battery doesn't work, the only thing I know how to do is call Alan Ratliff. That's my husband. Baby, look, I ran out of gas a few months ago, and and I had to, my husband had to get off his job to come and put gas in the car. And and so Triple mm. A was birthed from a broken place. It, it was birthed from a place where, where I was burdened. I, I was in despair, and I had called on mm. my family. I had called on friends. I had called on a lot of people, but there was no help for me. And it wasn't until I realized that the only person that was able to get me out, to pull me out, was was the Holy Ghost. And, and so with Triple A, it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter how deep you're stuck. It doesn't matter what yeah. a day. When you have membership, when you they give you a card and you put a sticker on your car. That, there's yes. an 800 All right. number that you can call 24 hours a day that gives you access right for what you need. And somebody needs to know on today, I'm going to try to behave, but help me, Holy Ghost. Somebody today that's missing, yes. you need to know that you call, you've called on some people. Uh, to help you. You called on some names that, that you believe will pull you out, but I came to prophesy over you today and yes, to God. tell you mm. that the king, come on, you got a direct line. My grandfather used to sing, Jesus is yes, on the God. main line. Tell him what you want. And I just came to tell mm. somebody that, that the only name you need to know is Jesus. Jesus. Yes. Anointed, appointed, yes. and approved. No matter what you're going mm. through. He's anointed to fix mm. it. He's been approved to bring you out. Come on. But you just got to mm. call on him. Yes, God. Yes, God. Amen. Amen. And there's nothing wrong with being obedient. Be obedient with the spirit of the Lord. You know, one thing about our show, we are led by the Holy Spirit. And that's why when the Spirit led me to that, out of all of the devotions that you have in, in your book there, you know, AAA, because I want people to understand exactly what you're saying there because you have a membership, you know, like you're saying, with this particular uh, organization, with this with this particular uh, um, uh, uh, business here, AAA, that you, you have access simply because, uh, you know, you have a membership that has been activated. And because of that, you're, 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 you're open to come along with that. So being connected to God, being activated with him through faith, you know, that opens us up to receive the things that he has for us. It opens us up to all of the services that he has to us, you know, and I like how you put that down, access to love, access uh, access to peace, to joy, access to healing, access to deliverance. You said access to prosperity and favor and forgiveness, grace and mercy, and so much more. But we have to have that membership, which is that relationship. That's it. We have to have that relationship. So, so in the natural, with with these services, there there's membership, but with God, there's relationship. That's it. That's it. Yes. And so, so, so these devotions with with coffee with my King teaches us and it gives us the things that we need to say as we sit down in, in, in the presence of God before we start the day. Amen. Um, Prophet Tanya, I tell you, uh, you, you're stirring up some things in my spirit here and I'm trying <laughs> to not to over talk you when you talk in here because 
I tell you, you're on point here. And, and you know, because so many of us, you know, and, and I say us because we've all, been, we've all been in a place to where it's been difficult to hear from God. Many times, yes, you know, yes. because of so many things that we go through in life, just because of so many circumstances, so many things that are that are so overwhelming, and the, the, the distractions that the enemy sends us yes. can keep us so disconnected and detached from hearing from God. And so, um, just being obedient to take the time in the morning before we do anything. I like when you say, you know, you and your husband in agreement. You don't get in each other's face until you get into the face of God. Open your eyes. The first thing, Lord, thank you for letting me see another day. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen, amen. Okay, we're going to move on. Um, (laughs) I I, I know, right? (laughs) I want you to, uh, to talk about one of the most difficult challenges that you faced as a writer, and and with this challenge, how have you overcome it? I think one of the most difficult challenges that I have faced was my my second book that I wrote entitled "My Purpose Is Greater Than My Pain." Mm-hmm. I yeah, I have been trying to uh, chronicle my life. I've been trying to write that story. It, it had been prophesied to me that, that it was time to write it. But um, I just I couldn't put the words down on paper. Actually, it started out under another title entitled Seeds of Greatness. And um, every year for about three years, I kept hearing from, from probably 2013 up until I actually – uh, released the book in 2017. People would tell me it, it's time for you to write that book, write that book, and I and I knew what book they they were talking about. And mm-hmm. it, no matter what I tried to do, I would start it and I would stop. And 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 the reason why, and I didn't realize it until I actually uh, my purpose is greater than my pain. Actually started out as a chapter in an anthology um, with um, Nella Chickway from uh, Australia. And so uh, mm-hmm. originally it was supposed to be a chapter in the anthology, and uh, I wrote that chapter, and I'm like, okay, good. I, 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 I got it out. And I'm like, okay, that's it. And uh, God had me to pull the chapter out of the book. Mm-hmm. And I said, Lord, I don't understand. He said because that chapter does not belong in that book because mm. the chapter is actually your book. You have to write this oh, book. Wow. And My God. I'm like, God, I, and the reason why I really didn't want to write the book because there was still some trauma. I heard you talk about um, broken yes. wings. There was still some trauma that God. was lying dormant on the inside of me that, that I said mm. with my mouth I was healed. But when mm. you mentioned it, it still it still caused something on the inside of me to cringe because yes, many God. people that know me at the age of, of forty five, my mom took her life. She committed suicide. And I mm. was knocking on the door 
trying to get in, and at that time she was in the process of taking her life. And and so that happened in 1995. And so mm-hmm. from 1995 up until 2017, I, I I said I was healed. I said I was over it. But but there was still a part of me that couldn't come to grip that that my mom had never seen in the natural her grandson. That my mom, who was my best friend, my biggest cheerleader, who I could tell everything, mm-hmm. who I went shopping with who I told my deepest, darkest secrets to, my mom my mom was no longer with me. And, and, and the, the, the events of that day, they still played out in my, in my memory. And there were some other things, uh, the relationship with my dad that uh, my dad told me for the first time when I was 48 years old that he loved me and he was proud of me. He never hugged me for 48 years. My dad had never, ever hugged me or said I'm proud of you. So there were still mm. some wounds that 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 I was I, I put a band aid on it. Yes. I put a band aid on it because I wasn't ready to deal with true healing and true deliverance. I wanted to fake it until I made it. But God said no, it's time to take the band aid off and get healed because there are other people waiting that's gone that are going through the same thing you've been through and overcome. Yes, so come it's time on. for you yes. to stop being yes. shamed. It's time for you to stop yes. being shamed and share your story because guess what? It 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 didn't happen to break you but to make you. Yes, God. Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, God. You know, um, I want to say this because, and I say this a lot, you know, the things that we go through in our lives, it's never to break us. It's always to make us stronger because there are others who need to hear it. There are others who need to hear how we made it out, how we got through it, how we overcame, how we persevered, the power of prayer, and how we activated our faith to get through. Because there are those who may not be strong enough to do it. But just being able to, to see you and see that you made it out, see that I out, can give them the strength that they need to say, hey, you know what? God is no respective person. And so right, if they made right. it out, then I can make it out too. So, you know, I, I truly believe that every time a tragedy takes place in a person's life, you know, and, and I can share this um, very transparent moment. I was very angry with God um, when we went through our car accident, you know, to have my, my son die in my arms and then have him revive and be in a coma and come out paralyzed with a traumatic brain injury. You know, he'll be 30 years old this week, praise God. But, you know, to as a mom, my heart hurts because I know he wants independence. He wants to be on his own, and he wants to do those things. So I was angry with God. For a very long time, a minister in the gospel, and I was I was angry with God Come on. because I said, "How are you? How can you allow this to happen? I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do. Uh, you know, uh, I'm on. not perfect, but I, you know, I'm ministering to people. I'm, I'm, you know, I was in the military did 20 years. I was ministering to soldiers. They were giving their life to Christ, and then this took, this occurred. But God had to shake me and say, "This is not about you." Come on. It is not about you. <laughs> I got you and I got him. But there are yes, others Lord. that you, that through the power of the testimony through broken wings, where you're going to show people that I am the master healer. 
and that I can do everything but fail. See, because the doctor said he never walk again. He never talk again. And he's walking and he's talking. And so now Jesus. I can say, Lord, thank you for finding me worthy to be the one, yes. the one yes. that you trust. To, you know, I did an interview. Mm. I, I did an interview myself, and the, and the lady said, you know what, I see that God trusted you with trouble. So, Lord, thank you for trusting oh. me with trouble to know that I can, was going to be strong enough at some point to make it through, to be able to share the testimony, to be help others. So you said something very profound there that, you know, when God, t- he doesn't take you through things to break. He does not. Mm. It's always to make you stronger to be able to keep testifying of his goodness and his glory so people can mm. know that they know that they know that God hey. is able to do exceedingly and abundantly Come on above now. all that we can ever speak, hey, speak before we even think it is done. Hey, glory. Oh, my God. Yes. Hey, glory. Oh, yes. God. Yes. Yes. Okay. When we understand. So, I, yes. 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 When we understand that our pain, all the pain that we go through is a platform. It's a platform. Yes, God. Mm. Mm. Pain is a platform. <laughs> yes, God. Yeah. See, oh, a lot God. of people want to be put on display, <laughs> mm-hmm. but they don't want to tell the real truth. They want to sugarcoat it. Yeah. But we're not mm-hmm. going to go there. Okay. Amen. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> So that's a different interview right there, huh? (laughs) Now, I want you to to talk about some of the things that motivate you to keep writing. Um, And I know that you influence and you touch the lives of so many people, those that you come in contact with, you know, through through, through, through just a mutual meeting, a mutual friend or a direct contact. So what are some of those things that keep you, motivated and keep you writing? The the greatest motivator is when, you know, a lot of times as, as leaders, as influencers, and I can remember uh, different uh, mentors and uh, people that God placed in my life as a role model, and, and I can remember watching them, and, and I think that the church, we've, we've gotten so far away from God's original plan for the church, and we, we want to be super deep and super spiritual, but see, there are times that, that I go through things that, that I don't need your theology. I, I just need a yes. word. I need I need a, I need a word mm. and I need a relevant word. I need a I need a now word. And and I think what what inspires me and what motivates me to keep writing is there's somebody out there oh, that God. just yes. needs to know in plain English. Not all in 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 nine hundred syllables, not in Hebrew and Shebrew and Greek, but in just plain every ordinary. Uh, that that's one thing that God told me. God said, "I want you to to write to things that people can relate to everyday life experiences." And, and you may even notice that uh, hardly any of my devotionals. Um, are attached to a particular scripture. Why? Be- because I want people 
to to be able to compare it to everyday things in life that they deal with yes. and, and that they go through. And so I think my my motivation is just knowing that the Bible says that the words that we speak, that they are spirit and they are life, and, and just yes. to be able to share an encouraging word, uh, even, you know, from Facebook posts. And people will inbox and say, you know, people will tell me, you know, if I go off the map, I'll go off the grid for a while. They'll say, where are you being? I, I, I've been looking for you. I've been looking for your encouragement. Mm. I, I've been, you know, sometimes it's, 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 I just go, when I, when I need a word, I'll just go to your page. And so I think it's just the, 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 the knowing that, that God has given me a gift. That that's able to pull somebody out of a dark place, out of a tough time. That that's what keeps yeah. me encouraged and keeps me wanting to to write. Amen. We are here today with the awesome prophet Tanya Ratliff, the author of Coffee with My King. And I want to remind our listeners that our lines are now opening up. So if you are listening and you would like to call in, if you have a question or if you have a comment or you just want to say hi to this amazing, awesome, uh, anointed vessel here, you know, just call us. Uh, the number to call in is 657-383-0898. Again, the number is 657-383-0898. And if you have a question, when you call in, just press the number 1 and it will alert us, and we will bring you live on the air to um, um, say your comment or ask your question. Um, okay, so Arthur Tanya, I have a question for you here now. Yes. When things are, when you're not writing and you just have a little bit of quiet time, what are some things that you like to do, like I said, that does not include writing? You just, you know, and I think those are times as an author and, and you know, just in, in, and it's being uh, an, an, a woman of God to, you know, the gifted and, and anointed to be able to hear from God and to relate to others what this is the Lord. What are some of those things that you do to just take you away? Um, there is a park here not far from my house, and uh, sometimes I may just go grab a cup of coffee or get some ice cream, and I'll just go and I'll go and sit in uh, front of the lake. They have a waterfall and just sit there and uh, watch yeah. watch the water. Or or sometimes I'll go and I'll sit on my front porch uh, in my rocker and uh, just rock. But really, um, for me, I'm not really a, a TV person, but um, yeah. I when I do have downtime, I, I love uh, HGTV and uh, the Food Network and TLC. And uh, so um, really those are some of the things that, that I do are just take a ride. Um, just, you know, I'm a very, I'm a very simple person. I don't need all the bells and the, the whistles, the hula. I don't, I don't need all that. It, it takes very little uh, for me to, yeah. you know, to be, uh, inspired, to be motivated or to be, uh, rejuvenated. Just simple little things. Just going to get my nails Amen. done or get a pedicure. Just something simple. Something simple where just, you know, just get a little quiet time in where you can just continue to mm-hmm. hear from God. And just, you know, sometimes yes. you need those little simple things to, to reset, you know, and, mm-hmm. and just kind yes. of be rejuvenated. Yeah, so God can continue to download. I think it's important 
that we, you know, do those things, those self-care things, if you will, you know, to just kind of yes. help us to be better stewards and better listeners so we can know that we know for sure when God is speaking to us. Now, yes. I know that um, there may be someone listening that, um, I, I because I heard you say that pain is a platform. That's powerful right there, my dear sister. Pain is a platform, and, and there and there are some that are listening who are dealing with a lot of pain. Uh, like you said, they, they thought they had gotten over some things, but they really have not. What words of inspiration and motivation can you give to them who may be contemplating uh, writing their story? They, they want to become an author. They, God has been tugging on them to do so, but they just don't know where to start or what to do. What words of inspiration and motivation would you like to share with them? Courage. Anyone that is dealing with pain, it wasn't until I began to pin the words to the paper that deliverance came, that I began to uh, be set free. And I often say that we will never conquer what we are not willing to confront. And I I would encourage those that say, well, you know what, I'm not ready to uh, write a book or I'm, I'm not ready yet. I would simply encourage them to start how I started. I started blogging. That's how I started. I started yes. writing. Uh, really, uh, my church had a website, and they did an inspirational moment. And it, it really just, it was a pet peeve that every time I logged into the website, they had the same little in inspirational word. It had been there all year. And so I just asked my um, pastor, I asked him, could I take over the page? And uh, wow. I started just writing every week. And he, he came to me and he said, do you realize how many kids and how many people are being led to our website because we are keeping a current inspiration? And so that's Amen. really uh, where I began my writing. I started blogging first on my church website, and then uh, later God led me uh, to do, I did a, a free, oh, I think it was on Blogger, on, on, on Google. I did a free blog spot. I think that's what it's called. And every week I wrote and I shared it on my Facebook page. So, um, and then even those that are not even ready to go that far, something that um, I know for me, that has truly helped me is is journaling. I journal. I yes. journal. I mean, yes. all my life I've always been like a doodler. I sit up in workshops and uh, they think I'm not paying attention. I'm paying attention, but I'm doodling <laughs> because I just, yes. you know, I love to write. So, you know, I would I would encourage individuals who are dealing with pain and, and you have uh, pain that you just need to relieve, write, write, write. If, if there's someone that, that has hurt you, write them a letter. If there are feelings that you can't really articulate with your mouth, write it down. Write it down in the journal. You know, that's really good advice there. I was having a conversation with a young lady, uh, I think it was maybe last week, and we were talking about the very same thing. I said, you know, just write a letter. Even if you don't mail it off, just write it because it will help you get those feelings out. So just write down what you feel what you're feeling. Yes. So you're releasing it. You're releasing it on the paper and you're not keeping it in. And so uh, I think those that's very good advice. Again, I want to remind our listening audience that our phone lines are now open. 
Um, don't be afraid to call in and say hello and leave your comment. I know sometimes it's live radio. People are a little bit shy about calling in, but we want to encourage you on this evening to to call in if you have a comment or a question or if you just want to say hello. Um, so those things, um, spending time alone, sitting on the park bench, watching the waterfall, getting a pedicure, a manicure, just any your alone time with God and having your coffee with your king as well. You know, I think those things have have really um taken you to another to another level. Prophet Tanyan has allowed you to really be able to um minister effectively to those that are uh, on here tonight and have listened. You know, have listened in and are listening in. Uh, I want you to uh, share if you have any upcoming events. Um, 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 I know you, I heard you say a couple of books. I know that we've been talking about Coffee with My King, but, uh, well, 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 the next question when you when you talk about how they can connect with you and how they can purchase your book, I want you to include those. But right now, let's talk about any upcoming events that you may have that you want to share. Um, right. At the current moment, um, which I had no no idea uh, about a month ago, the Holy Spirit during my private time of uh, prayer, he he dropped coffee talk on me, and I'm Amen. like, okay, God, what is what is coffee talk? And uh, coffee talk is a small, uh, intimate setting where real women with uh, real issues come together over real talk. So it's it's confronting life circumstances over uh, coffee and casual conversation. And so we had our first coffee talk uh, on November the 10th in uh, my hometown, and the next one will be uh, December the 8th. Uh, where I currently live now in uh, Hammond, Louisiana. And so today, even as we were uh, in service and uh, I was letting uh, the uh, ladies who follow me and who travel with me, I was letting them know uh, that God had truly uh, opened doors for us to even take coffee talks to uh, different states. So uh, we will uh, be working out uh, the logistics of uh, coffee talks. And so I heard God say today that uh, coffee talks will be a national tour where uh, we'll go to different cities and uh, we'll just sit down and have casual conversation over coffee about, you know, things that, you know, that we can't talk about in the church. I'm depressed. Or, yes. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm struggling in my marriage in, you know, things that mm-hmm. are taboo to say in the church. So um, we have our next one uh, December the 8th, and then we have one in January uh, in Rain, Louisiana, and then I will be speaking, ministering at a conference in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, entitled Cloudy with a Chance of Rain on uh, December uh, the 1st. Amen. Cloudy with a Chance of Rain. Amen, amen. Well, those are uh, some awesome things. And when we um, post this on our website, I want you to get those events to me so we can post them on our website as well, you know, just, uh, you know, so when people come and visit, they can actually see that as well. Now, I want you to uh, let our listeners know how they can actually connect with you and how they can purchase your book. Yes, ma'am. To purchase any of our past books 
our current releases, you can go to TanyaBRatliff.com. At TanyaBRatliff.com, you are able uh, to shop. You can buy um, teas. Uh, we have a release, I think, coming out within the next uh, couple of days. You're going to be able to purchase your official coffee with the King mug. Uh, so you can go to TanyaBRatliff.com. You can also uh do prayer requests. Uh, we're actually, I uh, forgot to mention, we're actually uh, doing, God uh, today told me for the next seven days to uh, begin to lay out over the prayer requests of the people like the prophet Elijah did when the Shunammite Amen. woman uh, lost her son. So for the next seven days, yes. I'll be in my prayer closet laying on the prayer requests of the people. So if anyone has a prayer request that they want to submit, you can go to TanyaBRatliff.com. And you can submit your prayer request, and you can also uh, purchase any of our materials on our website. Amen. Amen. So that's TanyaBRatliff.com. TanyaBRatliff.com to purchase any of her books. And just to kind of just stay aware and stay abreast of everything that's going on with this awesome woman of God, just please take a look. I mean, your spare time, just head on over to her website and and check out our products there. Now, uh, Prophet Tanya, we are down to our bonus question for the evening, and that <laughs> is, <laughs> what does the word conqueror mean to you? <laughs> wow. You know, um, my everybody knows me when I always say, uh, that's my favorite scripture, but truly, uh, Nay, in all these things, we are more than a conqueror. What what conqueror means yes. to me is that a conqueror is not someone that just wins by a few points. A conqueror is it, someone that wins by a landslide. And uh, it also reminds me of the passage of Scripture that says, thanks be unto God, who always causes us to triumph, and so I I yes. know that a conqueror, it, when when we are believers, when, when we've been washed in the blood of the Lamb, when we've been sealed and we be, we give our lives to God, we are a conqueror. It, we are a conqueror by right because we're created in the image and in the likeness of our Father yes. and our big yes. brother, yes. Jesus. So a conqueror is, is, is in my <laughs> DNA, and so I don't expect to lose. I may take some hits. I may fall down, but I, I don't expect to not come out victorious, to not – see, I'm not just going to come out on top, but I'm going to come out like Come hey, on. I, 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 see, my yes. mama used to tell me when I bought a C home, I couldn't bring a C home, a C just means you're on top of the bottle. So in everything that I strive to do, I strive to, to, to be above the mark, to be above the grade, and that, that's what a conqueror is. A conqueror yes. understands who they are, that they understand that, that all it, all I do is win, 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 no matter what. Yes. So that's what a conqueror yes. is to me. That's what a conqueror is <laughs> hey, to me. Amen. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Amen. Hey, you said yes. something now, like you said, that, that a conqueror is in your DNA, and, you, and the Holy Spirit spoke to me right then and said, you know, even at, uh, at the point of, of when we are conceived in our mother's womb, when, when a sperm meets an egg, we win. We, that's how we come out winning because we, it's, it, that's how it's in our DNA. 
because when that firm met that egg, we won. We won. We're proof of that. We're here. We're sitting here. We're breathing, living, being proof right there that we won. We are winners. It, it mm-hmm. truly is in our DNA. And when people can really grasp that idea and know who they are and who they are, I, I truly believe that there is absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing that we cannot do. Amen. Because God says greater work. That we're gonna do, and so, but it's a mindset, and that's a whole another, a whole another conversation right there. You know, changing the mindset, changing your language, changing your mindset, and changing your life. I know what I'm talking about. So, I just want to say thank you so much. You know, this has been an amazing testament of hope and healing and prophesying. I just want to thank you so very thank much you. for coming on and sharing your heart with us, sharing your journey. With our listeners on this evening, I just I want to personally just encourage you to keep pressing forward as you make an impact in the kingdom of God. Keep teaching and inspiring those that you come in contact with. And um, again, yes, yeah. one last thing you want to say to our listeners before we close for this evening. I just want to say this because this struck a chord with me. I want to leave them with this. If you're going to allow anybody to put a label on you in this season, allow that label to read conqueror. Amen. Yes. <laughs> Amen. Allow that label to read conqueror. Amen. So that's Amen. our show for this evening, everyone. I want to say thank you guys so much for joining us on this evening. Um, it's been an awesome show tonight here on the Conference Cafe. I pray that our show has blessed your socks off. We invite you to join us again next Sunday, same place, right here, same time, 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with our special guest, author Erica Anderson Thomas. And as we close, I want you to remember, we all know that life can sometimes present a series of events that can lead us down certain paths in life that can lead to discouragement, it can lead to frustrations, and even sometimes destruction. We must remember that it is our relationship with God that sustains us when we reach our limit and we want to quit on this journey. We can do two things. You can stand firm, dig deep, and keep persevering, or you can turn back to those familiar things that weren't good for you in the first place. Remember, the choice you make has the power to alter the course of your destiny for the rest of your life. Thank you all for listening on this evening, and remember to keep making the impossible possible by spreading your own broken wings and soaring by the power of God as you transform your tragedy into empowering moments. Until next time, I'm your host, author Twyla Reed, your Tragedy to Strategy mentor. For speaking engagements or consultations, please email me at info at twyloreed.com or you can contact me by phone at 912-335-3799. Or if you have a testimony of hope and healing that you would like to share with the world, let's connect. Again, you can reach me at info at twyloreed.com. Thank you guys so much. Have an amazing, phenomenal week this week. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. 
I pray that those that will be traveling will have safe travels. I pray traveling mercies over you all as you travel up and down the highways and the byways. Love on your families. But remember, before you get in anyone's faces, get in the face of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and just say thank you, God, for allowing us to see another day. We may have a show on Thanksgiving Day. Um, I am contemplating. I'm, I'm trying. We may just have open lines where people will be able to just call in and say what they're thankful for and, and, just, and just share their hearts. Uh, about Thanksgiving and share some things that, you know, that they're thankful for. So, again, thank you guys so much for joining. I love you guys. Take care, and God bless. We're taking it back just a little bit, y'all.
Who you really 